Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, y'all can hate me while ice crunching. I love rose rum soaked ice. Go ahead. I, do, I do too. Mm. I like crunching ice. Nothing like rum soaked, soaked ice, though. It's the best crunching ice. Especially if you can get those little barrel ices. Yep. Drown them mm -hmm. in rum. Oh. Like, like the ones from Chick-fil-A. It has a little surprises in the middle for you. <laughs> they do? Little it like, crystals it like in soaks it. inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say you found the bugs or something up in those things. Oh, please, no. <laughs> right, we'll right here. I forgot about that, too. Here we go. We'll keep that right there. Mm -hmm. Throw my helmet on. Ready to play football. All right. We're good. Yay. We're rolling. We're rocking. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Here. A little after right. 5. A little after 5. You drove through traffic to get here. Definitely getting to be winter time. Don't get hooked. Oh, God. Yep. I got John left a little surprise for me here. Today's episode brought to you by Lab. No Live Ain't Needed. The rubber, rubber tingum. Right. So these are, John swears on these things. He says they're snuck killers. We're gonna, they are. They're we're going to try them out. Check them out. Yep. We're going to try them out. So. <sighs> you know what else kills snook? Pilchards and sardines, <laughs> <laughs> finger mullets and big yeah, mullets. They do. they do too, and also guys that know how to catch them. Um, all right, so welcome back to the studio, gentlemen. It's been a little hey, while. It has been a little while. Been a little while since uh, we needed this episode. I think right? yeah. you guys haven't we been done a tournament episode in a while. Yep. Mm -hmm. Damn sharks. It's been all shark. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about all sharks. We haven't talked about tournaments. We haven't talked about anything like that. So we're going to try to do a heavy focus on tournaments today couple things I want to bring up before we get started. Um, number one, um, we're drinking Papa's Pilar today. So I want to remind everyone to never guys. be a spectator. Some, some and Delicious rum. You know, and we're going to have a good time doing that today. And 
before we get into tournaments, I want to talk about um, something that got unveiled this past weekend by our good friends at CV. Um, their brand new 45. Right? Beautiful vessel um, that we all checked out. And you got to fish on it yesterday. More run it, but more run it, but fish, yep. but you were out in the open with it. Yeah, I've never put a hook in the water, but, but we I didn't. Played. No. You just kind of ran around, you know. Yeah. So, and uh, well, when I was there on Saturday, brought the family up there uh, to Palm Beach and got to jump on it. And kids got to play around on it. And that thing's just massively huge and gorgeous and beautiful. And, you know, I was blown away. Blown no away. Doubt. We missed you guys by like five minutes. Yeah. It was, we, <clears throat> we just left to go to lunch. Yeah. And I saw the van pull up. What happened is I texted Joey, and then he's like, oh, no, we just left, so it's all so good. So Joey's but, back, though. He's not hiding anymore? Nope. He came back when the kids went back to school. Uh, nice. <clears throat> brick and mortar, so he's back. Yeah, nice. Nice. So um, you want to talk about the 45 a little bit? It's big. It's bad. It's got the coolest power on it that has ever been built. That Those motors are unbelievable, but the, the ride was just mind-boggling, dude. It, it was genuine shitty. Mm-hmm. Going out port out of the Port St. Lucie up there. Right. And it was 22, 25 knots straight into a head sea. Downright nasty head sea. How big was it? The seas. I, it was six foot and steep. The Noah with that buoy up there in Fort Pierce called it six foot with four four that's four seconds. Four seconds? Yeah, wow. It's literally back to back to back and it's like that old girl just and the crazy thing was is in quad boats so frequently you're accustomed to hearing the outside motors bark. It just happens, it, you know. Mm-hmm. Never once. But didn't totally leave the water at all, period, none. And then I, I turned it north, and it was, you know, it was a big head sea, but it was all wish-washy and funky. There were storms blowing around all over the place, and kind of mostly quarter sea with some weird ones you'd run right into every now and then. I was 35 knots quartering it, going north, and then, and then back south. It was, the wind was mostly off the east, and it was just shocking and, and surprisingly dry for as hard as that wind was blowing, too. It was really every fifth or sixth, you'd get down in one pretty good and take some spray, but but otherwise, it was it was... Extremely impressive. Man, that feels like got a big a, heavy boat. Yeah, that thing's probably got to glide on a flat day. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We have a reasonable day. Yeah. That, what we were in yesterday was not reasonable by any means. But And then that sea, that sea keeper, I got up in the tower and figured, well, I get to see what this thing's like and run around all over the ocean. It's a game stuff. changer. Totally. totally. Yeah. yeah. You don't, I, you know, I don't, unfortunately, I'm not going to run it in tournaments. Ray Rocher's going to run it for aerial in the tournaments. I've got my own boat and people. Right. But I, dare say the kidneys would appreciate that sea keeper <laughs> it's literally the thing just hardly moves i saw when hunter opened up the deck it's a big one it's a sea keeper six yeah yeah yep. they got a, a generator and everything in there to power it mm-hmm. what's in that the, in the surreal boat what six six yeah I'll take a think it would take at least that you guys have a six in there too yeah yeah, yeah. did you get on the sea view not when, in the ocean when, but on the, the dock, dock yeah, I yeah. love the way it, I look, the layout was amazing. Yeah. That was Five good. built-in bait wells. Yeah, yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, that's nice. It, it was a beautiful boat. boat. Beautiful boat. All right, talking fin- about going in the Atlantic in it though. Really? Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Really nice, nice. So catch me up. What happened on this last tournament? Who ended up winning okay. the whole whole kit uh, The circuit of uh, it was a fishman living yeah. water and right Make, slash. making time living water won the uh, yeah. the yeah. rings. <clears throat> who, who came? Did they come in first in that tournament? No. Um, no, uh, the Palm Beach guys did with the Invincible, the thirty nine quad. Real note. Synergy. No. That's it. Yeah, Real Synergy. Real Synergy at first. They got second. You got third. Yep. Um, yep. who got fourth? 
Did I come in fourth? No. I came in fifth. Yeah, we can pull it up. I can't quick. remember who came in fourth. But for, for me, it was the best fishing I had all the mm-hmm. whole tournament. Yeah, you guys had a great day. Yeah, the yep. fishing was unbelievable. It was, it was just nonstop. Yep. Unfortunately for us, they fishermen and them caught that Wahoo, and that's our fourth, second place in that freaking crown. Yeah. I thought Gator 1 was going to take the whole thing, to be honest with, with the start that's, they had. It's hard. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard to do two first places, and yeah. especially the way they do the points nowadays. They were sitting in a very good place, but, you know, and it, and it's not nothing against them, but one bad decision, and you're, you, you're yeah. playing catch-up in a hurry. It's interesting to see that. You say that with the one bad decision, and that kind of speaks to the competition level that oh, okay. fishes in the tournaments. And, you know, you meet season or sailfish season, doesn't matter. I mean, you're going against you know, South Florida. We talk about this all the time. It's like cream of the crop man and you can't make any mistakes and if you do you're out you're out and that's yeah. the thing you know we, we ended up second there was what four boats in front of us four or five boats in front of us going into that thing that all yep. could have and there was there was there was two bites there was a bite off of a say jupiter like lost three to jupiter yep. somewhere in there and then fort pierce mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the boats went with the fort pierce there was only one little pocket where they caught fish and everybody else that went up there kind of got shut out but the bite was fun. The best it bite I've seen off Juno in a long time. It was yeah. it was great. Yeah, and the fucking sharks. So there, we had. Uh, Did you guys have a lot of shark issues on our yes, last this one? This was post Thomas having been in there for a couple of days, and right, and it was definitely reduced. The the too far. Yeah, a little yeah. too far. Yeah. The uh, the the activity was reduced by a bunch, but they were still a nightmare. The we we managed uh forty four yeah forty seven was the last event there just the other day, but like a forty four and change in that one. And the crazy thing is, it, again, it was a it was a tough condition for the way I like to fish. A lot of the guys were slow trolling. I despise it, so I'm on a drift. But the wind wasn't blowing very hard at all, and we struggled keeping a kite up away from the boat. It would fly with helium, no problem, but it was straight up over us a lot. But more than anything, our flatline side, if you're not pulling on them, the baits are swimming back at you a bunch, and we were getting bit above the leader a bunch and all kinds of mess. Well, on this one, Steel holds our big bait, long flatline in his hand, and I think I just got bit. It went bad, whatever. So he's winding it down. And and for the most part, when it's like that, I'm pitching spinners and Jimmy's pitching spinners. We're just trying to keep bait swimming out clean. And Jimmy pitches a spinner and sticks in a rod holder right next to his son, who's who has been our one of our best anglers of the year and ended up winning. He won the junior angler, he right? Did, yes. Yeah, I yep. saw that. Really, really cool. God, Jimmy, second Jimmy year being, yeah, so stoked before. about that. Oh, yeah, of course. So he puts the thing in a rod holder, right? Well, and his son's fishing a rubber core bait and a spinning rod in his hand. Well, I happen to be walking by and a rod just warps over tight. This is right after Steel had just had a snafu or whatever. Ended up being that 40 and change. Mm-hmm. And at the time. Who caught that one? I did. Oh, okay. Diggs had casted a spinner right, you know, right when Jimmy had. And he gets tight, and we got a 30 pounder racing across the surface back there with four sharks hot on it. And my fish is going south fast. Mm-hmm. Right, well, it's a nice one, like, but this one feels really good, too. Sorry, so. sorry Rob. Yeah, <laughs> you're screwed. And Jason, Dean, I've been firing up. Let's go. We're dragging all our mess behind us and punch it. And I've learned, and maybe it's a mistake saying it, maybe it isn't. Who knows? But I don't care which way you go. Punch it fast. So our fish was going south, and we punched it southwest fast. Mm-hmm. And literally, I'm fighting a bow in the line. The fish is way the hell off and gone over here, but trying to pull that bow through the water. Just get away from that activity. And let right. them, and we're chucking bonitas out the whole time, you know, stay there. And then ended up catching the fish clean and didn't have a shark on it, fortunately, where we lost five or six others to them. It's we, insane. We, you got to go through we that. We do the same thing. Yep. We hook it. I, like, uh, <clears throat> I like slow trolling. So when we hook a right. fish and we think it's a decent one, 
we loop the boat and we just, I don't care which way the fish is going, we just haul ass as fast as we can go mm-hmm. and try to grab their line and get tight. By the time you get tight, most of the time you're on top of them, you can right. gaff them. And, yeah. yeah. But we, we lost, uh, our big fish was like 33-ish. And we lost, the, I had the rod, lost one that was probably 40 plus that I saw kind of like half eat, air out and eat and just take off. I'm like, that's the one we're chasing him down, chasing him down. Mm-hmm. Smoking line and kind of slowed down, got a couple cranks and just went heavy oh. and started motoring offshore. I'm like, oh, popped them well. off and go start again, you know? Yeah, yeah. Very unfortunate. But but what a, what a great, like you said, what a great event. It was some serious activity and a really good bite for the yeah, most part. It was good. Most folks and. Not as many wahoos I would have expected to see, but it's crazy. Early summer, we caught a pile of wahoos, got into the later summer there, and when they're supposed to be here, and they were gone. How's a wahoo by right now? Caught a doubleheader on Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday on them. But nah, there hadn't been a ton around. The fishing had been red hot out here on the reef. Yeah. By any means. The fish are starting to show up in the ballyhoos a little bit here and there. Bottom fishing's been really good. Mm-hmm. Yellowtail bites from the phenomenal. Muttons, been good fishing. Amazing mutton fishing, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, that's good. It's crazy. It's, I mean, I know we talked so much about the shark thing, you know, in the other episodes and stuff like that, but still, it's like, to me, it's like so crazy that you got to go through that trouble. You know what I mean? Changing tactics. Yeah, changing tactics, but I mean, seriously. So so this week, the shark showed up at every marina inside. Um, The bull shark. Sailfish Marina, uh, Port St. Lucie, Jupiter. Like and lots, of them, today. and lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rufus was showing yeah. that video too of his buddy had up up there yeah. in Jensen Beach, right off the docks too. The bull, really? the bull, yep. right in the the bay on that text message. And then what? There was a, another bite in Miami Beach today. Today. Yeah. yeah. And that was no black tip shark there, dude right. on the beach. Yeah. Just bit in the leg, and I mean, it looked like a good eight or ten inch bite mark on his leg. Yeah. Yeah. It was a serious bite, I and mean, yep. we're we're all looking at it earlier and thinking bull shark. Mm-hmm. I, I could imagine because th- those those fish are, those sharks are sitting there. As soon as something hits the water, they come up and slurp it. Yep. Imagine mm-hmm. if a little kid, anybody, but a little kid falls in there, yeah. gone. Show them the picture, man. It was crazy. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll send it. Yeah, yeah, me. definitely. So I don't know, man. And we'll send them the video too of those fish on the at the marina up there too. It's some wild stuff. So on our thread, there was people commenting like they've been fishing literally in that spot for fifty years and had never, I mean, maybe seen one or two, but never seen sharks in there like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's nuts. That's that's especially at um at sailfish. I mean, that's less than a quarter mile from Peanut Island and yep. from and that dive site. Everybody's swimming Blue there Bridge. at Blue Heron Bridge. Mm-hmm. Some seahorse thing or something goes on over there. I guess it's like yeah. a world renowned dive spot right there, Blue Heron Bridge. Yeah, <clears throat> seahorse sea activity. Something really? Yeah, something there's like all, that. There's all like kinds of artificial thing? stuff they put mm-hmm. in there. Really? Yeah. yeah. One of the places. One of the few places they spawn apparently. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that before. There's some kind of jellyfish in there or something that people come to see. Near Blue Heron? Mm-hmm. That's what really? I'm told. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal diving there. Mm-hmm. It's like gotta... 10 feet. You can walk right off the beach and dive. Really? Yep. Yeah. Real pretty. Yeah, they start right on the uh, on the east side there of the bridge. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that. They have, like, they have like a trail you're supposed to go down yeah. through there. Yeah, but anyway, back to the tournament thing, yep. too, because that's kind of what we're supposed to be talking about. It's... Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, the damn sharks will take over everything on us. But... It was interesting with so many of us were out there or up there, and you know they got that KDW thing going on mm-hmm. that the whole world and a few different decisions were made. Uh, the guys ended up beating us for the crown and ended up in second place there. Decided to go straight to Lake Worth Pier, Wahoo fish for a while, and I, I we we talk about the chasing tails thing. No, no, this this is no, no, this is Jamie's last event there. Oh, the, the, oh, the, the KDW that one. Yeah. 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 Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're talking about a different tournament. So right. fishermen and the Living Water guys there, making time guys, they went to Lake Worth Pier, caught a Wahoo. 
and then went offshore. Well, we, with that tower on that boat, I, I got no doubt, go offshore, I'm going to catch a dolphin. And we found several whales there and only managed to catch one of them. But we made the big loop off of Jupiter there, and it happened to be the day that man, the mahis were moving great. It was slick, calm, and we come across four or five different schools and could have crushed it and got bit on a, a 14 and change pounder pretty quick and then had another one chase a bait to the boat, eat it and puke that with that one, we ended up winning the tournament and, and then another one that swam around and wouldn't eat, but we caught a pile of mahis. And then the Thursday before the tournament, we'd caught a Wahoo in, in uh, Del Rey there and, and figured, well, maybe we can make that loop and get back in there and, when, once we had that weighable dolphin, I was like, done. We're going to go win us $100,000 at KDW, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'd have, again, bad decision, looking at hunting that money, if I'd have stayed out there and caught another weighable dolphin, we win the tournament, win that, our sixth ring. But, man, it, the, the, well, there's something about the. If you would have won deal. that tournament, you would have taken the. Oh, yeah. The entire thing. If we'd, if we'd gotten second place, we'd have taken the entire thing. <sighs> yeah. We were tied with Living Water going into that one on the points. But, oh yeah, no, no. that's what I'm saying, dude. That's, that's so five. We won it five times in four second places in, in the last 19 years. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm kind of proud of that. But I also, I know it's a, you know it's pissed. tough for me to say congratulations because I know you're like you know oh. if you ain't first, you're last attitude kind of. So, but congratulations. I, got, I got a couple seconds and some thirds. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a hard thing it's to win. Hard. It's a really really hard thing to win. Yeah, you just got to be like yep. ultimately consistent. You know? Yep. Make good decisions, and then you. you and I I always even go back to last year where um, Slob City did so great, yeah. and then Carl had that had his that engine problem. Boat, well, it wasn't an engine problem. I, I mean the the, yeah, the scoop problem. Ball, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, yep. You never know, man. Yeah, yep, no doubt. Got to be on top of your game all the time. But yeah, I did the same thing. I looped offshore. We found all kinds of dolphin, but no wayers for us. Yep. Saw a bunch of little guys, and we came back in shore off of Boynton, and the water was disgusting. Went north to Lake Worth Pier, and the water was a little nicer. And <clears throat> we caught a couple small tunas, and we had a couple cutoffs out there, like 220, 230. So mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. yeah you know, so that was what? That was like a month and a half ago? Two months? August. Two yeah. months ago, right? Yep. So what's the mahi bite been like now? Is it, completely good. Like, is it been it's okay really for you guys? Yeah. 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 It's really good. Really, really good. It's not just because I know that we're talking about some of the like the mahi numbers like lately have been a little. Well, I've been doing a lot yeah. of research on that too, and we if we want to get into that, we can. Well, we can. I mean, I think it matters with the tournament talk because I mean, yeah. with all the meat tournaments and stuff like that. So, but. being on this council, I'm, I've probably had the, I think it was a CCA and somebody else got together and decided, you know, the, the group down, uh, down in the Keys, the Charter Boat Association. Decided they want to make a major press. It's, it's it's an issue. It's a major issue. The mahi fishing is. Right. Like, I mean, it's how these guys make their living, and it's part of how I make my living, part of how Skip does. And yeah. it'd be nice to have good dolphin fishing again. Well, being on the council, I get to see all the numbers. Who's catching what? Well, of the hundred percent pot, call it call it ten pounds, just to make it easy, or a hundred pounds would make it easier for the U.S. The, rec- the commercial sector gets six pounds of that hundred pounds. So the recreational sector gets the 94 pounds. So mm-hmm. for the recreational sector to attack the commercial sector on how many fish they're taking is ludicrous. Well, that's what the CCA and the – and and it, the, here's the thing. Of that six pounds uh, the last few years, of re, since 2015, the commercial sector has only been catching about four of them. So, again, it, when I, once I started doing the research and realizing now the way they do it, I think it, it, it should be tweaked a little bit because – 
in a year of high abundance, the rod and reel guys and us down here on the rod and reel guys down here in the commercial sector get screwed because the long liners are going to whack that entire quota long right. before they get a chance. These guys get a chance to touch it. So I would like to see some trip limits on that, on the long line fishery up there, just to avoid that ever happening, happening again, like it did in 2015. But it, the recreational sector needs to back off. There's no doubt about it. And that's for hire. That's charter boat guys. And, and, you know, regular rod and reel recreational guys, it, the 10 fish per person, 60 fish per boat. It's, well, it's just too much. It's way too much. And really, in, in, on the recreational side, if you're not on a four-hire trip, it's more than 60 fish. It legally, yeah. no matter how many, you've got yeah. 10 guys, but you kill 100 of yeah. the things. That's stupid. That's wasteful and unnecessary. But all those numbers, the U.S. total quota, is, or the total fish caught in the recreational is estimated, doesn't even come close to what Venezuela is doing, doesn't even come close to what Barbados is doing, right. Dominican Republic. I mean, they're in the... They're, they're Dominican Republic and, and Barbados are a million pounds a year. And the Venezuela is, and this is just what they're, you know, what they're saying they're doing. It's two and a half million pounds. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And the U.S. doesn't touch a million pounds. Wow. And we, I assure you, we got a lot more boats hitting the water chasing those things in a year than they do combined. Sure. And they grow so fast. I mean, there's no yeah. reason for like to even to see like gaffer mahis just like not, I mean, yeah. They're, yeah. they're gone. Right, I mean, I mean, not totally. Not going. I mean, but, but come on, yeah, you're it's, not. It's, it's you're not, not like seeing anyone bringing up yeah. big bulls like we used to. No, no know? doubt, no doubt. There's definitely an issue, a major, major issue. But again, international issues. Where the U.S. takes a pound, we get killed because we rely. We we live under such strict regulation, and the rest of the world just doesn't. Yeah, it's bullshit, dude. That's that's when I, I always kind of laugh when they always want to put even more regulation, more regulation. Now I I believe in but what it's the we right talk about. No, I, no, but I believe in, it's the right thing to do. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's almost about to say. Like I believe in what you always say too about, you know, the the boat limits and the ten per person and all that stuff. Like that's got to be reduced. I mean, really? I mean, do you really? I mean, I don't need ten no. mahi for me. Stuff in your personally, freezer in you Florida know? is yeah. stupid. I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you you experiencing a lot with the with the fish city? Like with a lot of like. Mahi catches on there. Or? You know we don't we don't catch a lot of mahi. Not but a lot, we'll, right? We catch them in the wintertime. Like yeah. when it blows northeast, we get that north northeast, and they're coming in on the edge. We'll catch quite a few then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know we haven't caught them the last few years. Like we, we used to always get a run a little you know peanuts and stuff in on the reef in like April May. Mm-hmm. We haven't had it the last couple of years. No, our spring fishery been terrible. Yeah, dolphin fishing terrible these but last the, few years. But the fall fishery has been really good. Like September October August September October. Uh-huh. Which makes me wonder if, and, and they've done some amazing research on on tracking them and tagging them and satellite tags a whole bit. It's amazing how much time they spend just looping around out there east of New York, way east after they've gone into the loop and they just hang out out there for months uh-huh. and they start their, their cycle again. They sit up there and get but fat probably. Probably, chasing them flying fish around the middle of the Atlantic out there. But you got to wonder if the reason we're seeing a better fall fishery, if the Caribbean doesn't relax their efforts a little bit, during the heat, the major heat of the summer, mm-hmm. which would make sense that a couple months later we're going to start seeing some fish that actually make it through that that loop. Because you know they we it's well known that there are some ice issues and yep. fish care issues that go on in the Caribbean, and right. in the heat of the summer it makes it that much harder. Yeah. So perhaps they realize that eh, we we better back off right now because we're not taking care of the stuff. It's not there's no market value. I mean, I'd love to see. Um you know, the regulations get better and, you know, the mahi, obviously the gaffer mahi's because you'd love to see in tournaments because we're talking yeah. about today. That's the reason we brought it up. 
you'd love to see like Mahi being part of that tournament talk because it's really everyone's just trying to go for kingfish now because it's almost like there's no hope even like Worrying about, tunas, worrying yeah. about mahi fishing too much. For I, I remember so back in the early, like the luck of the draw now. In the heyday of the rodeo, I remember guys were winning the rodeo, going offshore, coming yeah. back with because you you could catch, um, pretty much whatever you wanted. They come back yep. with like 12, 15 big dolphin, like fifteen yep. twenty pound dolphin, and mm-hmm. yeah, and win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember. Yeah, you, you, that's a great point about the rodeo. You remember days, you, the old days of fishing the rodeo, not even that long ago. It was before I was playing in them, but big ass bulls. 15, 18 years ago. And yeah, I I remember Whistling Dixie. It was more than that. I think it was the boat called Whistling Dixie. I remember he would go out every year and catch like a boat full of big dolphins. Skip, you're older than that. It was more than that. My first first radio in 2001. So maybe 20 years, whatever. Ain't nobody won. (laughs) There's been one tournament won on dolphin since I've gotten involved in these meat tournaments around here. And I wasn't fishing it, but Ruben, my neighbor Ruben Sakaris there, Screaming Reels, they call the boat. Mm-hmm. Fished a tournament out of Lighthouse Point Yacht mm-hmm. Club up there and caught a big bull. And you like, got a 50 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a 50 and a, like two or three 15, 18 pound cows on that. G- Gus was fishing with him. Yeah. Oh, was it? Brandon. Yeah. Did, did, you see, did you see him on the podcast when he I, came I, I with the Plays Man? I, I was listening to it. I didn't watch it. but I made him wear the banana suit. <laughs> Good old Gus. <laughs> Those guys came in hot and drunk, man. The, that's the, they, the, the that's how they roll. I mean, you just asked John over there. <laughs> that, was, that was the that was the weirdest podcast we've ever done. I fished a pelagic tournament with them. Did you? And, and I was really really sick. Like this was right at the beginning stages of the of the COVID stuff. So I I may have had it. I was like, I was just like out of it, dead to the world. I was like totally out of it, and we we almost won the tournament still. Mm-hmm. But these guys were going hard and going heavy, <laughs> and like halfway through the day, I'm just like. I'm like, got my head back. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? I'm dying. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. And I was so out of it. I had all this medicine stuff and I put it in my rig bag, right? So I put my rig bag. I'm like, can't believe it. I forgot my medicine, right? So CJ's like, I got some Tylenol or Advil. I'm like, all right. So I took some Tylenol. We get back to the dock. I'm, now it's like 10 o'clock at night because we had to wait for the awards in Palm Beach. We drive home. I open my rig bag and the other end, here's all my medicine. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Dying all day. Oh. Yeah, man, that was that was an interesting podcast were, to say the they least. Go hard. I mean, I'm in here and they did an afternoon podcast because right off the bat they're like, we want a drink, so we want to do it late in the day, like a month ahead of time. They said this. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. So come to find out after the podcast, they had fallen like on the bonefish match oh, for yeah. the afternoon, like. They, they went they, to the bone, dude. They 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 primed <laughs> themselves to come into the studio. So. Always <laughs> good stuff. It was, it was fun. So yeah, they had some success in tournaments this year too, though. They did all right. Yeah. And they they said they were the best looking fourth. team out there. Bullshit! No. I'm the prettiest bastard that does this. <laughs> no, they, they, didn't, they didn't fish the last tournament. Uh, no. I'm trying to think. They, they didn't sure? fish the last one. No. No, they came in tenth maybe. in uh, maybe the first one or second one. It reminds me of the first two events. We had two fish weighed nine point nine. Either one of those two ways. We win that guy. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn. <laughs> I'm, tell, I'm telling you, it's like if what I'm you're talking about, like, you know, you've never seen like with the roadie, with the Mahi winning the tournament. I'm not talking about them winning the tournament. I'm just talking about them being relevant in, yeah. in, a, in a bag. I mean, it's you know been a mean? while. Because they're not really relevant in the bag right now. Like, you might get like a, I mean, you'll get the well, occasional yeah, Mahi, totally, but they're, they're not like totally macking random. up. The only time I remember, remember when Tucker caught two real big ones on the reef? That yeah, was in Jamie's June tournament. June tournament. Probably 
18 years ago? It was a while ago. Two, it was a while ago. 2007, I think. Passed in 2010. But now in, in Jamie's tournament, he's got that Show Me the Mahi series, mm-hmm. or, you know, Calcutta. Yep. And it's normally like one 15-pound dolphin. Yeah. Or if you catch yep. two wares, you're, you're going to win it. Back mm-hmm. in the, and that's the crazy thing. When we first started, I just got my conch. May was always a bunch always. of big yeah, we, used to be the bobsled tournament. Mm-hmm. And we had we had two 30s and a 40-pounder in that thing, fishing a reef and, and a few tunas, and the Kings weren't. We were fishing the steeple there, and the Kings running around. And, and I think they were the only three dolphin that were weighed. Everybody else went up north and were king fishing. Yep. Really? In, in May. Yeah. Hey, but, John, how big was that mahi that was caught in the swordfish mayhem? It wasn't that big either. It was only like 15 pounds. Yeah, 15. It? Yeah. And I think it yeah, was the only one. It was the only was one that got weighed yeah. that tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But what's crazy is it's still right around Fowey. We had a couple of charges that brought us down there, and the dolphin fishing was really impressive. Caught some nice fish. And, dude, JD on the LNH, I bet they've caught 10, 30 plus pounders this year. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he's fishing a lot, but right, it's like and, they get to Miami and they make a whoop, they're like <laughs> just or go poof and disappear. I mean, it's wild, yeah. Wow. But there's not enough of them to no, not not like you no, I mean, for the keys guys to be struggling the way they are to find big slammers and is odd. Three, it was three or four years ago. I just it keeps popping up in my Facebook memories. I did, I, it was like the end of August and September. <clears throat> I fished like 30 some days in a row, dolphin fishing. Well, that was 15. It was was unbelievable. It was, I'd never seen anything like it. I was like, every trip out, you know, somewhere between seven and 900 feet, you would get into school and there would be all you wanted of 10 to 15 pounders with a few 30s mixed in. It was amazing. Yeah. That's That was was a year of abundance, 2015, when the commercial sector was shut down because they 30,000 pound trips. It was, what am I doing now? No, commercial sector was shut down. Yes, it, it, because of the giant. It was, um, it was right. the, the big year of abundance. And, there you go. And as it turns out, the recreational sector went way beyond what they were supposed to have right. estimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible that year as well. But in the way they've recalculated the, the way that this MRIP is, it's a survey deal as to how they figure out how much the recreational sector catches. Apparently, the recreational sector has been touching their limit a lot more often than was previously believed. Mm-hmm. To, there, there's going to be there's going to be some changes coming. Maybe the red snappers can fish, like exchange some numbers with the mahi, and maybe we <laughs> yeah. can find some balance. Right, anyway, <laughs> I, I was it. Were you asking me about the the change in kingfish limit? Oh yeah, yeah. They well, that's going to happen now. It's it's going to happen. They're going to expand the. But I think it's just going to be a temporary thing. I okay. hope. I really, really hope. So, and and the state doesn't know that they're going to follow it yet or not either. But. So in to re- help with the COVID situation, to help the, the four hire guys, the charter guys, the uh, federal guys have decided, the council I'm on, have decided to bump the kingfish limits from two fish per angler to four fish per angler now. In mm-hmm. my immediate argument They're going to bump it? Yeah, they're going to give you two more fish. Nobody's buying a charter to, to kill kingfish. two more kingfish. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it's it, it's such it's. We're going back with you guys. We have a stable, solid fishery right the now. Traeger Grills behind that law. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Good. <laughs> Come on. Quick. Yeah, I don't get it at all, and 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 I think it'll be just be a temporary thing. I hope, but it's it's going to happen for at least six months that it'll be a a four fish. And there's a few guys that that actually would like to see that. I don't. A few guys in Palm Beach that would like to see it. I don't know why people don't want that much kingfish. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Keep them out there. They're more valuable alive swimming around than they are dead getting thrown in the garbage can. But even that, that year of abundance in 15, like the first like week of that fish 
was going crazy. It was like limit, limit. I went like, I went like eight or ten trips in a row where it was limits of 20, yeah. 30, 40. And after I was like, all right, guys, we don't need this many fish. No, we go like 15, 18 fish. That's plenty for everybody, you know. Especially yeah, with the size that they were. Yeah, they were nice time. fish. You know, they were all gaffers, no flippers. That's good though. I mean, it's yeah. see, I'm still stopping at 15. I don't will not. And I, and I had a fish. Yeah. We we ended up. It was madness. Whatever the guys were baiting their own hooks, which I try to avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I don't want I don't want my people getting hooked or anything like that. But I don't want a freaking dolphin coming over the rail so quick. I, one, I don't want a less than twenty right. incher in the boat. Right. Two, I don't want to go track. beyond fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Next thing yeah. I look in there, we got twenty two fish. Oh, shit. Yep. I was planning on stretching this dolphin fishing out for the whole day. And yep. There we <laughs> go. Day's over. It. Heading in early. Yeah. Yep. We went in and played on the reef and hardly got another bite. And the size limit thing too is is something that, bo- mess, that boggles yeah. me because yeah. yeah, you can't. Say you got a fish that's very close to 20 inches. You can't grab them, unhook them, measure them, and throw them back and expect that fish to live, especially right. right. I think dolphin have a better chance than kingfish. Kingfish, no way. No chance. Yeah, they're done. Right. Well, even no. dolphin don't. Their release mortality is so high. And that's the crazy thing. North Carolina doesn't have a minimum size limit. Really? Come on. And they're they're fighting hard not really? to reduce their recreational limits. They want the rest of the area. Sure, go ahead. Y'all do it, but we're not going to. I'm not, because I'm not having that. Because their charter people come from wherever they come from, middle of the country. They're they're going one time for a year. They're going to go catch their 60 dolphin, fill yep. the freezer, and go home. And then throw them away when they're going back the next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a mess. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of dolphins stuck in the freezer there. See, I would, I would love to see them totally go away from size limits on, on totally. that. Any, anything pelagic like that, because they all die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, had, then and I, all these emails I'm getting, a bunch of them want to go up to 24 inches. It's the wrong way to go, guys. Yep. Most of them listen when I when I say it's it's a mistake. I think there shouldn't be a, a size limit on dolphin. Yep. It Redu- might force Redu- people to say, all right, I only get to keep 10 of these things, 12, 15, 20, whatever, which is going to be a lot more than that. But pull up to school and they're all small. Hey, look at a pretty fish. Go on. Right. Leave them alone. Don't put a hook in them. Right. If you don't put a hook in them, they're definitely going to survive until something eats them. There's, you know, if they're... Down there measuring, catch every one of them. Oh, what, what are you really? What are you talking about with eighteen inches between eighteen inches and twenty inches in a mahi? What are you talking about? Like two weeks? These yeah, things grow so days, fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. like so. What's the difference? You know what I mean? Not much. Yeah. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. And and uh, and that's the thing too. If you're looking at a twenty inch fish today, yeah, in two weeks it's probably going to be a 24, 26 inch fish or whatever. But it's going to be a hundred and fifty miles north of you right. and off in the, in the yep. loop. So, right. Yeah, exactly. So extending it to 24 inches isn't giving you a bigger fish tomorrow. No. Unless somebody down there releases it. It has to travel all the way around and get back to you to be bigger. Yep. Yep. Second-year fish are generally very big. Well, they are very big fish. I think think reducing the bag limits is the key. Yeah. Well, the key is reducing the foreign take. And the only way you're doing it is to reduce the value of the fish to them by reducing the imports. And then if you can somehow manage to limit the Asian market, the they, worst, they buy it. They? they don't care what it is. They're buying it. If it's a fish, they're buying it. You know, that's another thing. I don't want to really touch on it too much. But, like, the the whole China influence of, of, of the mahi fishery is not helping. Fishery. Either. All fisheries. They, those yeah, well, fishery, but yeah. but we're talking since we're on the mahi topic. I mean, yeah. but I mean, we should probably get off it. We've been talking about it so much right now, but I don't know. I do want to get caught up on tournaments coming up because one of the things I did. Well, we still to, got another one that went, just went by. I'm proud of. We just won one. Damn it! Let me no, talk no, about no, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. But 
really what I want to talk about was the event aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what's it gonna ha- what's gonna happen? You know what I mean. And now I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully things opening up because that's a big part of it too. Yep. You know what I mean? The whole event aspect of the tournaments and stuff like that. But I think I think the social aspect is probably I don't say fifty percent, but it's a lot. Post election, dude. Yeah, I think I think everything's gonna be. You're right. Everything's gonna be fine. So talk about this one you won. Well, we we fished well, two of them. The yeah. charter fishing thing. It's it's cool. We're fishing a few more events. We fished a a, a construction. The construction guys. If you want to find who find out who the fishermen are, they're in the construction industry. Those guys love it, and they're, and they're generally really good people. So we fished. Wasn't well, that how Jamie Circuit even started? Was through the whole construction scene, wasn't it? I don't originally. Know. I, I think then. it was. It was, well, it was through that tackle depot. I know that mm-hmm. that tackle shop there, just south of Atlantic. That used to be that it's not anymore. But uh, so there was an event out of Lauderdale a month ago that we fished with some fellas that we had a, we had a great day. We had a lot of fun. I ended up in second place to uh, Buckley Windows, Robbie Buckley and those guys on the mm-hmm. Kimbuck too. And that one caught a, a, a pile of, of mahis and a pile of kings, and we had a lot of fun. Some muttons. I actually had a big mutton get bitten in half by a shark in that one too. Aggravating. And a few kings get bitten in half. And we did you fish that one too? I did not. Skip is busy, man. He's a I'm he's working. a private boat guy now. I'm working, man. <laughs> you know, he hardly charter fishes anymore. I give him my charge to him. Yep. Yeah. Which I so greatly appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> so and then we uh we fished one just last weekend and I don't ever remember all the name, but it was another construction Tom Tucker event, mm-hmm. memorial event. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Tom Tucker one. Yep. And we uh so the fishing had been pretty slow around here on the reef. We ran up to Jupiter and we knew the wind was coming off the north at some point. Flat calm, beautiful ride up there. Rain shower goes through and then wind's blowing twenty five knots off the north. You got horrible rough in a hurry. But uh we get a bite on the flatline bait. Good fish chasing around all over the place, and and we see it at one point look like a good forty pounder, and then it gets heavy. Oh shit! Here we go, shark. And we get back. We actually got. I'll send a picture to him. We got most of the fish back. We, and well, at least we set a king bite. Make a pass back through there, and I see a forty plus air out on a long kite bait and misses a bait and doesn't ever come back. It kind of got weird and landed weird, and I think it spooked it. And then we get a bite in the middle bait ends up being a forty seven and change pounder, and then. Bites shut off like nothing. I'm talking to her about every boat in the tournament was up there, and it was a uh, Skip even made comment. It was a uh, anybody that ever won a tournament basically was fishing this thing. It was insane. I mean, everybody that was fishing it had won a tournament. So how many boats were in the tournament? Twenty two boats were in the tournament. It was, yeah. it was like, and there was no gimmies. It was all heavy hitters the whole yeah. time. It, yeah, it, was, it was wild. It was wild. I mean, again, the construction industry yeah. owns the fishing right. industry. It's amazing how many of them are in it. But uh, we ended up did get a cobia bite on a bottom bait and had a follower with it. And, Pitched it, and the follower was a half inch short, but the the one we initially hooked was a keeper, thirty seven inch fish. And but as it turned out, that forty seven and a little change, forty seven point three pound kingfish won the tournament. And it was t- little Timmy was running a the boat. They had uh, it was a five pound minimum, and they you were allowed to weigh three fish per species. He had three kings, three dolphin, and for forty pounds or so, and we still ended up beating him with one fish. But we also had that seventeen or eighteen pound cobia that. It worked out real well for us, but was got a win, baby. Was that the Florida man boat? Timmy no, was he was running another boat. It was a contender. Oh, okay. Yep, I don't I don't recall. Well, congratulations. Yay! Yay. I love <laughs> win. I don't give a damn. I want to win, baby. I love a win. I'll give a dollar or a million yep. dollars. Yeah, but he had he had your, your boy on the boat there too. Uh, the shark Skyler. Skyler was on the boat, yeah. Skyler, yeah. Oh, Skyler, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't like wearing that shark outfit. <laughs> I made him wear it. He liked it at first. He, yeah, he liked it at first out there, and then we, came, we all sat in the room, and I look over, and he doesn't have it on. I'm like, 
I'm like, what you kidding hell? me, dude? He's like, what? I'm like, you gotta put that thing back on. I kind of pressured him into it. Anyway, dude, that's awesome, man. Yep. I'll dude, take a win. I love yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we got some good tournaments coming up. I, I really think, like we said, post-election, hopefully things kind of lax up a little bit and people started getting into the whole aspect of the, the you know, the fanfare behind the entire tournament process um, kind of kicks up. And I know that's economically that's important too for the tournaments, you know, oh, of mean? course. So the, uh, you like to see it happen and you like to see everyone kind of getting involved in that level. You don't want to just see boats showing up day of the tournament. You were getting me. What's but going I, on over this, I, I, think the, I think the biggest aspect of that is the sponsors need to see that. Exactly. Right. That's what you I know, mean. It's, the sponsors love to go there and get their, mm-hmm. Product in front of people, they, yeah. they, well, they want to get their gratification. You know, I, I yep. sponsored this, I want to go have the party and hang out and see everybody, sure. and you know, everybody see my product or you know, glad hand see everybody, that kind of thing, exactly. Right? We got, um, well, we got, we're, we're coming into really, I mean, self, me, me selfish fish, season, me fish season's done. right? Selfish season, we're coming in the selfish season. I know that makes you guys really, love really it. happy, yes. makes me happy. I love it. Um, we got, let me see what we got coming up first. We got. Dust them off. George, we got dust right? them off, and we got the golden well, ticket. Well, we got the invitational. The, well, we have the, the Jimmy Johnson invitation. There's two on the same day, and you're allowed to fish both. Same rules, same. Everything. I think the dust them off is on the 14th now. I no. thought it was on like the ninth originally with that other charity, cancer sailfish. There's a, all right. So all right. So with the with Joe's tournament, Joe Finarelli's put putting on the American Cancer. But I thought it was on the, the same day the as the dust them off. So did I. It's not. It's, it's, it's November seventh. Okay. It is that tournament? So maybe they split them up on purpose. You know. Yeah, but they, then there's they, also that that meat fish tournament out of that local tackle shop that, that's kingfish. It may just be a kingfish. Oh, tournament. the um yeah. the the uh that's the OAPB um kingfish the, the challenge big dog or something. King, Kingfish Challenge or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's during selfish season, though. Yeah, that's I'm not so, fishing that one. Yeah. We um, on. the, um, and then we got the invitational to the Jimmy Johnson, yep. the, the JJ Fish Week, the golden, the golden December, ticket. right? No, no. No, it's it's the f- week after the dust them off. Yeah, yeah that's right. After the, so we got, we got so, yeah. November hits, and we're bang, bang, bang. Yep, and right then we'll be quiet there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rolling. Yeah, nothing in December. Then January. Which kind of works for me now. I used to like getting to fish one in December, but now with the all the other stuff that's going on. And mm-hmm. It's nice having that December break there. Yeah. You get the, the Derby December 8th, um, Operation Sailfish 15th, 16th, and the Buck. And then a break, then we got the Cove. Yep. Then the Challenge. I haven't put the Cove in there yet. Yeah. And, and I know Jimmy here Johnson. as a studio, we're going to be involved in a lot of those tournaments. Excellent. Good. Yeah, uh, which we're kind of excited about. And that, that's, you know, that matters to us, too, with the whole event aspect of it. You just want to see things get back to normal. So Even, much. You know what I mean? It's, and it's getting there. It's, it's getting slowly, there. It's getting there. Surely. It's getting there. I think everyone's been doing great lately. Um, and you I know, think everybody's just getting fed up with the you know aggravation I, of it all. I, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, yeah. but I, I think that, um, you know, people I think are just starting to get used to understanding like what we're really dealing with on a realistic level yep. and not like, the crazy, crazy, let's well, jump scary to conclusions first, level. Yeah. It was scary at first. You didn't know what you were dealing with. Yep. Now I think people know what you're dealing with a little bit, and you got to handle it. It's like taking yeah. <clears throat> it's like a tube of toothpaste. You squeeze it out, you can't put it back in. So once you get back out of your house, it's like ripping a Band-Aid off. It's yeah. not going back on. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. I like that. Did you make that up yourself? No, I saw it on like a, uh, I don't know, one of those uh, feel-good, make-you-feel-good kind yeah. of things. <laughs> I but feel I, better. But I do it to my daughters every when school year starts. I'm mm-hmm. like, I take a tube of toothpaste, and I pour it out, and I'm like, try to put it back in there. It's like, you can't. I'm like, yep. so whenever you meet new people, your friends, 
You know, words hurt. If you say bad things to people, you can't make it go away. Right. I knew he was a great parent. That's some great parenting right there. Taking notes. He's going wasting some friggin' toothpaste, man. That shit's expensive. I'm taking notes. I was telling these guys, too, do you realize I'm a basketball coach? I saw that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We won and our playoff game last butt. night. We're going to the championship tomorrow Yay. night. Nice. I was a soccer coach for a couple of years. Were you? Yep. I, I see you as, like, eating that up. Oh, I loved it. I played yeah. soccer. Uh, I, was a, I was a super soccer player when I was a kid. I loved it. Yeah, me too. Not me. And it, it was fun. You know, it was good. And Any game they didn't let you run into somebody, it was hard for me. <laughs> oh, so you can run into people with soccer. Yeah, and then they yell at you and I give you a little run, card and run I you off the field. I used to run people over. It was great. <laughs> yeah, no, so we, anyway, we won to playoffs and yeah, we're in championship awesome. Thursday, so we're excited about that. Very right? cool. And the Heat got you a win for your birthday, so happy birthday. Yeah, thank yeah, you. That's right. Skipper right? just turned 62. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's tower year 62 tower year yeah. i just i just needed the uh the dolphins to get me one on sunday it would, yeah it would have been perfect you know i'm a little like at this point not so happy about the way the season's going yeah, it is what it is it's what it is but i think they need to start playing too uh, i think they're gonna i think they're giving them a little more time yeah i know he doesn't want to talk about any of this let but him heal up yeah I'm, I'm, i did it i'm a dolphins fan i love it i just uh I think if we get the I'm first, out. I think if we get the first number one pick, which I don't think we all think the Jets are going to get it, but if we do get the number one pick, I think we got to trade it and oh, just for le- sure. leverage all that because we get two. Uh, so. Well, we got two. We get we got two ones and two twos next year again. I know that's what I'm saying. So imagine if we trade off that, we're going to own the mm-hmm. draft. Boom, boom. <laughs> but I know where Art's going. Yeah, but I want, I'm not going to let those ding dongs ruin my enjoyment of watching yeah. football. So yeah, I didn't mean listen. All right, so I've been busy enough. I had more to worry about. I'm just letting you know that the new policy on the podcast is like zero political zone. Perfect. So we're going to try to, unless it has to do with relevant yeah, like topics a, that we discuss. That's all I do now, but the fisheries. That's politics. what I'm saying. <laughs> unless it has to do with fisheries yeah. politics, that's the that's the only politics yep. that we're going to talk about on the show going forward. And we had George Pavromo on the show last week, and we we established that, like you know, and he talked Perfect. me into it. He's like, "We're not doing it." So I'm yep. like, "All right, good." I don't want to do it when anymore. Have, either. I don't do it. I yeah. will never have a sign in my yard of any kind. It's to me, it's a it's a private thing. It, right. There's. I think it's a waste of time anyway. Yeah. All you got to do is. I don't walk. think it makes a difference who gets in there. Yeah. All you got to do is walk into a difference. place, check a box, and that's all you can really, really do exactly. at the end of the day. Like even on the on the party boat, like these guys start going back from my guys. Shut yeah. it down. We're fishing. Yep. We're not here talking about. Just pretty associated for you around in. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's just strange. Yeah. Yep. To talk to someone about politics that doesn't agree with you, it's just a waste of time. And it's, you're not changing your mind. And it's yeah. strange. You're not doing it. And it's strange. And you yep. know what else is strange? Our new segment. Those questions. Oh, are strange. Those strange questions. That's a, nice segue. That's a nice segue. I like that. <laughs> Man's a professional now. Boom, <laughs> boom. All right. So three strange questions. That is our our new segment on the show, um, and we've had a few people kind of message us and ask some questions that might be strange, might not be strange. Um, so we said three strange questions, but we're actually going to read six today. Yes. Because you know what? It's our show. And we could do that if we yeah, want to. Do it. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't really matter. So we're going to start out um, three slash six strange questions uh, for Art and Skip. And we're going to start out with Mr. Fear the Hook, Fear the Cook, <laughs> Jim Ruback. How many Bud Lights does... The Papa Top load for a typical tournament day. So, <laughs> when when we were in our heyday at the Papa Top, we brought 
An 18 pack per guy, plus an extra case. Oh, per gentleman. Per, we brought an 18 pack <laughs> per gentleman, plus an extra case. So we, we always called that one Maverick on the Alert Five. So I had this little like uh, we wanted a tournament. It was like one of those little soft sided coolers. We'd pack it and put it in the side console up front there. So by the time we get done, everybody, like, oh man, we're out of beer. I'm like, not so no. fast. <laughs> <laughs> we pull it out. But we've we've dialed it back a little. Everybody's bit Everybody's hero. Well, dialed man, we did it like that with. But it was back when when uh, Bex was around. Bex light, chili Bex. No glass bottle Bex lights. Yeah, we had soft chili pack Bex. coolers. The old ones. Before you know, clear bottle backs before that, but that all went away long ago. But but after they went away, I had we drink a Bud Light every here and there. Yeah. But I don't drink beer much anymore. We definitely dialed back a lot. Yeah, I fished that Swordfish Mayhem tournament with Harris and all his buddies on there. And you know, daytiming, daytiming. Oh, that's Swordfish Mayhem, right? Yeah, that's perfect for drinking oh, on yeah. a forty-eight <laughs> on a forty-eight Intrepid with, with the full cabin and the AC. I mean, it was a luxury cruise, and and by the by the time it was all said and done, I mean we're all hammered. You know what I mean? We're we're out of phone zone, right? So no, you missed the bite. Missed <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It didn't really matter. We had a great time. So anyway, by the time our phones got back in zone, we were like, all these messages, like yep. they even had Jimmy like calling me. He's like, "Are you okay? We're, we're worried about you guys because we just stayed out there." Yeah, leave it on the bottom. Yeah. Something might happen. Right. Exactly. So so right. so so the last term, the last. This year we fished on Joey's boat, Sir Papa Real. Yeah, we, so I had the I had basically the the Papa Top crew on Surreal because Joey was in the Keys, so we we fished it as Sir Papa Real Top, <laughs> and and we had you know they were they were up to their normal shenanigans. Yeah, you know, Homer, my brother-in-law, brings his own little call it like his woobie, but he's got a cooler full of his own beers, and he he always fishes fishes the left kite, so he's got it stuffed under the console or the uh, the gunnel in the back there. So he's always like the barometer, right? So I always tell the guys, you cannot have a beer until we get away or fish. So in the August tournament, we're running north, and um, <clears throat> Randy and Miss Annie's like, the bite's been good off the breakers. So we stopped at the breakers. Slick calm. They fired baits out. Before I could get everything out of, pretty much out of gear, we got a double on. I'm like, oh, man. So <laughs> so, so, so we, we make one loop, and literally within, like, four or five minutes, we got our first, we got four wayers in the boat. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. They're not huge, like 12 feet. start pounders. pounding. So I start looking at, Homer's always the first one. So he gets that, he gets that, he's like thinking about it, but the, the fishing was too good for <laughs> the first. Is it right after lines in? This was like, I like mean. 710? Well, no, no, we're no. getting a run up. This so. is like 740. We stopped at the breakers and we. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, 7 o'clock yeah. Bimini start. Right. So we made another, we caught like, oh, it's Bimini. we caught, yeah, we caught like six or eight fish on the first pass, went back, caught one more, and the bite kind of fizzled there. We went to Jupiter, and the bite was going off. So after our first pass in Jupiter, we, you know, our first fish there was like a 25 or a 7. I look at Homer. Oh, right <laughs> here the we hash. go. I'm like, oh, here Nine we go. We're rolling. <laughs> Feels like home. <laughs> Non-hesitating. Yeah. All right. But so that's how it works. Question, strange question number two. Uh, our boy Justin Jumbo Ladenton asks, "Why is there so much yelling on boats during tournaments?" Rule number one, and I don't know if Skip had it before. I he got to play with us, and I miss him. Anyway, <laughs> if you are yelling, you are losing. That shit's got to get done on the dock. There you go. Communication's crucial. Yelling is a failure. We we don't. I mean, we don't yell. We talk loudly. Like there he is, there he is, but we don't yeah, yell, yeah. we don't fight. Right. There's there's mm -hmm. no yelling really. No. Yep. 
If you're I've, n- I've never, over. I've never agreed with that on the boat. Yeah. With the oh, whole, yeah, the yelling aspect. Of there's it. exciting there's, yelling. There's uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's there's that's some, different. There's some trying to put your feet through the hardtop, going, God damn it! <laughs> but there's no yelling. No, there's no pointing yeah. anybody out, and no, no turning the the attitude and the mood down. Yeah, it's got to be positive. We're in this together. We're fighting to win. And and the reality is, shit can go bad for four hours, but for that one hour, it might go really, really right. And generally, that's all it takes to win. So I want to say this for the crowd. I'm in front of two great ones, okay? No yelling. I don't, nope. you put your ego. Leave it at that. So, so I, always right. t- I always tell my guys, especially when we're sail fishing, I'm like, everything happens for a reason. It's like, oh, we missed that single. And five minutes later, we hook a triple. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if we hook that single, we we're might still be it. fighting it offshore, and we didn't. Yep. So it's go. all good. Don't worry Butterfly about it. Butterfly we'll, effect. We'll get, we'll get the next one. You know? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Good answer. All right. Um this next question comes from a gentleman named Joshua Sander. And um, I just want to, <laughs> I, I just want to give a salute to him. First of all, before I read this question, this is going to be a funny question. He got the weird one, but, but I, I want to salute him because he is a, um, a United States Marine Corps veteran. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you for your service. Um, brother. He is also a member of the FFO free to play oh, outdoors. So thank you. Um, so thank you for your service, Joshua. And thank you for your question. So he says, here's my question. Ask them their worst diarrhea story. Oh, oh, this isn't the one I thought. So strange question number three. So that's a strange right one. Idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're both lengthened together on this one, aren't we? Oh, for sure. I for mean, sure. I mean, I've had some touch and go situations myself, but I think the funniest one. You want you want to you want to let it roll? It was Jim Steele was involved. <laughs> oh, for, always. Oh, there is you he go. always when pooing is involved. <laughs> so we, this is that. Weren't we fishing the Mayor's Cup down at what's what was Ray's old marina? Was it Mayor's Cup or was it Selfish Kickoff? A selfish Kickoff. One of those two. Yeah, I think it was Selfish Kickoff because the Mayor's Cup was gone that year. But it was at his marina. Yeah, yeah, Selfish Kickoff. So we're at, we're at the boat. We're loading Good. baits. We're doing our yeah. thing, right? I'm <laughs> dipping baits. Leave no embellishments at home. Bring them so, all to no, the table. I'm, no, I'm just Bring nor- them all it's a table. normal morning, dipping baits, and all of a sudden, don't see steel, whatever, just still dipping. So I'm dipping, dipping, and I look up, like from here to the door away, and steel has a bucket, pants around his ankles, just... Full on shitting on the dock. Oh yeah, yep. Getting after it. Yep. Like nothing's wrong. It's like, hey boys, you know. <laughs> or it's always still a bad steal. Still got a picture of it too. Oh yeah. Oh, I got it. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody phone. Oh, for sure, it's somewhere. All right, you got to make sure. Can we get that in? Yes, absolutely. Can we? You even ask at this point? Yep. John, we've done many things on this show. I think we're past the point. Definitely put that on there. So, Skip was supposed to be here for this one too. And, and this one isn't diarrhea, but it's close. Fished the uh, World Selfish Championship down in Key West in Jamie's boat uh, a thousand years ago in his 32. And uh, and I had never fished with these guys at all, really, tournament-wise. And it was so rough, dude. I, it's, to this day, the roughest. And we fished some horrible rough oceans in tournaments. To this day, the roughest I've ever fished in. And it was so bad, I couldn't run a head sea in his 32 CV to get to, we're, we're 30 miles west of Key West, and an unbelievable bite. I mean, Wahoo's tuna sails, it was it was unreal. Well, we know that if we didn't win the daily, we're definitely making some money on this daily, first, second, something. But you're so far out there, the radio radio communication's gone. You you don't know, but from talking to everybody, we're, we did real well. We know we have the number that wins the day, but somebody else may, the roofers may have got, beaten us on time. But we got to get back. you you got to be able to get back an hour and a half, 30 miles, and you can barely make five knots. It was giant i mean 80 foot merits and nobody's doing more than 10 knots in this stuff so mm-hmm. all right screw unless it unless you're in a 45 cv 
I don't know, dude. I mean, Giants. <laughs> nobody's plug, running. Plug, yeah, plug, I know, plug, I know, plug, 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 plug. I get it. But no, nobody's running this shit. So, but we do have a bit of an advantage. We in a little boat. I quarter it in this giant mess to to the Marquesas, and it takes me like thirty minutes to get from the edge to the Marquesas, quartering this stuff. And I get in literally. You look. There's a little bit of a break as you run along the Marquesas Islands mm-hmm. to Bahia, not Bahia Hana. What is that? Something Punta Gorda cut or whatever the hell that cut is between the Marquesas and those other little islands on your way to Key West. Mm-hmm. So I'm running, I'm making like 20 knots in that, and I get to that, and it's horrific rough. Well, we're on the timeline here, and we're not making it back, I, I don't think. I mean, we're talking about $100,000 we we're about to go make if we win a daily in 60, if we're in second. We get through that, and now I'm running in water. I mean, literally, the guy behind the boat, the grass blades are picking it, sticking up. You just trim all the way up. For hauling that. Well, I've gotten into that shallow water to get calm enough to where we could actually run as I'm running the, the south side of the islands. And Steel's back there. The whole time, dude, we gotta stop. I gotta pee. We gotta stop. We gotta pee. I gotta pee. I said, bro, at least sixty thousand dollar check. What, what do you want to do? You see, next thing you see, oh, <laughs> this is he's, he's covering him. You're in full runnings. It's so horribly rough. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've done that. We're just when you're just getting pelted, it doesn't it's matter. Crushed. Yeah, yep. it's gonna wash out anyway. Especially in the wintertime, it's nice and warm. It feels good for a little while. <laughs> so I hope that that was. Good enough answers for me. My poor bastard. <laughs> but we ended up winning a sixty thousand dollars second place daily, so it was well worth it. Who got it? The roofers? Yep, roofers beat us on time by like minutes. But yeah, Dirty was, dogs. Yep. Yep. All right. And they I never, hope that hopefully they, that answers your question. So Josh. I went I went golfing and they never let me live it down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, it was with him we win. We win the event outright. Because the bites we have, we were so out or it's only four lines, but it was so fucking rough. You're crawling. The guys, I'm standing in this. You stand on top of the T-top deal. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't sure we were staying upright. It was so rough. I mean, just, it was unbelievable. And the guys are crawling around on the deck. And there was times when we had fish around the boat. We just couldn't get baits to. Just guys trying to stay in the boat. It was unbelievable. But great fishing. But everybody was battling that. But we were the smallest boat in the fleet by far. Jim, we need to get Jim in here. We do, desperately. He's such a funny bastard. My God. Oh my God. We talk about him enough on the show. I mean, yeah. gonna, that's you know. going to be one of those days we have to we have to lunch before we come in. <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> All right. So <sighs> I don't know if I. Should. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Which one? Should I leave it for last? It's a strange question. Which it's one a strange you, I don't question. Know, I can't remember what the question was. So. All right. Mr. Nate Klutznick. Oh. Asks, yes. asks us, have you ever played catch? I'm going to see if I can find my picture. Hold on. I'll call it with an adult. <laughs> oh, toy. so this actually happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't in on this one. You weren't here no, for that? No, the only oh, sex happened. toy I've it ever played with the dock was a Speedo. All right. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you ever played catch with a sex toy during weigh-in? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so here we are. There you go, Nate. I said was it. The, was this the, it must have been the May tournament because we didn't fish the June. So I'm sitting there waiting in line. There was no May tournament this year. Or June. The, the June, June was May. No, July was May. So June was June. So it was the June tournament because we didn't fish July. So I'm sitting there in line waiting. All of a sudden. Thud. Thud. I get hit in the side of the head with something. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I look down, I'm like, what the hell is that? I pick it up, and I'm holding a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and I look over, and there's Nate. We might have to bleep that one out. Nate. Nate's it's explicit. Like, it's good. It's explicit. Nate's going, hey, buddy. And I'm like, 
Is this thing used? It took me a minute to figure out what it was, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then I immediately threw it at Alex on uh, Supremacy. And they're like, what the hell is this? So they go over and they pick it up with like a, a paper towel, you know, and they throw it back. And I heard Timmy Maddox caught that thing like he was Odom Beckham. So we, it, it made the rounds. The poor thing, it looked like it looked like a beat up piece of bubble gum by the time we got back to me again. Oh. So nice. then, nice so analogy. we got it back. So I stuffed a pilchard in it. I got an awesome picture of the pilchard coming out of it. <laughs> I got a pilchard coming out of it stuffed in the rod holder. It's amazing. I, I got to find it. It's here somewhere. But I, I have that picture. I'll get it to you. But then. Um, I don't know if this thing's that explicit. It was It was awesome. It was, I mean, it was, I love it was this awesome. podcast. is quite tight. Oh, it was fun. It was, it was, uh, it was interesting. Great. No, don't, don't hold back on the count of. So then, we, so then I asked the question. So, so, they, so, feel so free. they weighed first and left, and then we weighed. And we still had it, so we went back. And we went by Nate's house and we bought him in the pool with the <laughs> the pocket device. Pocket device. Oh god, that's great! I, I had no idea that the any pocket, of that ever happened. How about the pocket self pleasuring device? I have to cool? tell you. I have to tell you one thing. Nate Klutznik is single handedly. <laughs> Dragging this podcast down to a new level, <laughs> whether he's here or not. Have you ever fished with Nate? No. You know, the funny thing is, I was supposed to fish with Nate. I was Let's supposed to go swording with Nate. And, and then, we don't want to go swording with Nate. I know, but I was supposed to go swording with Nate, and, and I overslept, and I never made it. And That's too much time. Sword the next morning. <laughs> Let's just go regular fishing. Let's go. We're within a couple of miles of the coast, you know. You can jump and swim if you have to. <laughs> no, it'll be it's a trip, man. So when I fish with those guys, it's like I show up at the house, I'm rigging rods and doing all my thing and making leaders and I'm getting everything re-rigged. And I look over and they're I'm like, I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing, dude? It's like they're setting up all the stuff for their shot stations. <laughs> like, like, like they like he he was a dollar store and we all have like like gold chains and all the stuff to wear. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I'm here to go fishing. They're like, whatever, dude. They're like, they're, they're, like, they're, like, they're like, that's why we got you here. Yeah, so you they're, like, they're like, they're like, all stuff. And I was just like, and you gotta, you gotta picture this. This is like the day before or two days before, and I'm like dripping sweat in the garage, and my nose is running, and I'm like, I'm oh, you're dying. sick, David. Oh my yeah. god, I was dying. Mm. Yeah. All right. That was right after the Jimmy Johnson. Which one? Uh, the the one of the hard rock whatever the last one the last yeah all right yeah it's, so um, yes that was the, yes was the answer to that question Nate yes. thank you <laughs> that was a lot right. of fun so um okay since uh, this is three strange questions and we're on number five <laughs> <laughs> they're getting better all the time um um Jason Gascoigne asks I don't know why I'm asking this one. Do you wear lucky underwear? And if so, where can I get a pair? So feel lucky free. Underwear. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. Do you want to go to your Speedo story? Yeah, you go back go to your Speedo story. Fish, though. It wasn't a Speedo outfit. Oh. This was a fish. Will you kiss oh. my Speedo? I thought you were talking about like Speedo <laughs> underwear. My bad. No, not will you. Do you want to? No, no. No, I don't, I don't wear underwear. So no. <laughs> all right, there you go. So, so, so that was the whole point of the question. We all found out that ArtSap doesn't wear underwear. I feel better now. Right? So I feel safer than I have mine on. Right. right. <laughs> so that's really as what we're that's really what we're trying to find out. Underwear, no, but I do like for years I wore this like I called it my lucky shirt. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a SpongeBob shirt that my girls got me. It had a picture of 
Patrick on the front with a board nailed to his forehead. And I can't remember what it said, <laughs> but it was just like Patrick with a board nailed to the, you know. <laughs> and I wore it one time. We were fishing Papa Top, and we won. We won the tournament. So from then on, I wore it and wore it, and it got to the point where it was just like wore out. So I would wear it under my Papa Top shirt. <laughs> That's good was stuff. that the August tournament at Four Kings in Oahu? I don't remember. It was one of those. Skylar Demuth wears a stronger together connected by water hat, and he's been catching the snook like a madman ever since. And he keeps texting me pictures because it's the most amazing lucky hat I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> so I suggest everybody go to connectedbywater.com and buy one. Or two. Or two, two would be better. Or two. But you don't sell so, underwear? What's that? No underwear? No underwear. We don't have connected by water underwear yet. Yeah. So, yet. And we will. Hmm. Big, large boxers. With swordfish bills out of the front. Have you seen highly the, unlikely that I'll buy one? Have you seen the new underwears? They have like a, a sack in the bottom, yeah, to, to hold your boys down. Do they? Oh yeah, hold them down. Well, they like it's. I don't know how to explain it. I saw, I like saw an suspension ad for bridge it. kind of thing. Kind of. <laughs> All right. Interesting. So I'm going to let a little time pass before that last question because this next question comes from um, one of our younger viewers. Um, which I don't even know if I should even read this question now because I don't even want to watch, want him watching this episode now. <laughs> Jonah, Jonah came with Jonah's with us to 45 on Saturday. It's all good. His father's going to kill me. No, he's not. He's not allowed to watch this episode now. I'm going to tell you that. I think we're going to read his question. He's in right. high school. I understand. High school. You know what? His father's not going to kill me. His mother will. I guarantee that's you that. A, that's His a gonna Mindy, Mindy's going to yeah. take me to the woodshed on this episode. You know she is. She's going to be mad at me. <laughs> Jimmy won't. Mindy will. Anyway, Jonah Sorry, Bennett. Mindy. Jonah Bennett, one of the rising stars in the Pompano Beach fishing scene. Right, He certainly is. Um, Who one, actually volunteered and helped out with the uh, the Deerfield uh, Junior Anglers Day. Yep. He was there all day with me. Yep. It's which, funny. Which never, we definitely want to get involved with that next year, please. <clears throat> Skip's never asked me to help out with the kids for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a libel out there catching all the runners. and I'm not very good with kids. <laughs> we want to get involved in that next year. Let me know. All right. Anyway, Jonah Bennett. Um, he's a rising star in the Pompano fishing scene. Wonderful junior angler. Um, knows his stuff. He's highly OCD and very hard-headed, just like his father. <laughs> um, he wants to know um, fishing experiments, trying new things. What was your most successful fishing experience like you know am i even paraphrase this and say what was like the most unlikely experiment you had fishing where you had the best result lots and lots of experiments the one i didn't expect to to work at all there you go there's something like that yeah netted pilchards that we have figured out how to somehow keep alive and then carried that same tactic over to some sardines that that made it kept them for a month out of the cash net which and then at the same time, we were netting those sardines. We netted a bunch of baby goggle eyes mm-hmm. that also survived it, which typically a netted bait, you get a day and a half, two days, yeah. and it's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. I've got bait in the backyard now for two months that, that were netted baits. Based upon your experiment. Based upon We're not going to ask you to release what that was. No chance. No Ain't going to happen. No <laughs> Sorry, Jonah. We're not going to nope. tell you the secret. You How it happened, but it was an experiment. Happened, but it was an experiment, and it worked. All right, cool. So yep. those are our... Six of the three strange questions we were supposed to ask. Skipper so. got an experiment. He might have one. I, mean, I, I try. I've, I've tried all kinds of trees, crazy stuff on the drift oh, yeah. boat, and oh, there you go. Sometimes yeah, there it is. works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yep. Like different rigs, and you know, there's been a few where I don't know we we on a lot of the deeper wrecks, we're marking all these fish like 
50 feet down, 60 mm-hmm. feet down. You know, we go out there, we're, we're bombing the baits to the bottom, trying to catch muttons and stuff like that. So, you know, like one day we, all right, let's try it. We're marking fish there. So we put half ounces in everybody, half ounce lead and a liter and, you know, a sardine. So we drift out, we're drifting on this wreck on like 300 feet, bite, 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 another bite, like fighting good. A couple of them are actually pulling drag, crank them up, and up pop all these like three and four pound yellowtails. We're like, whoa. <laughs> yellowtails? Yellowtails, yeah. Out in like 300 feet of water on top of these That's wrecks. Something. So that was something that we tried like an experiment and it worked. Very so cool. now, duplicate? Yeah, like almost all the deeper wrecks. Yeah, we, we catch yellowtails on them now, yeah. So I got another interesting one. Why not? Since we're doing this stuff, we were in the Ocean Master, so it would have been before 2002, and braided line was, for us at least, fairly new, and I had mm-hmm. a, a just a standard pin 50 with braided line on it, sword fishing, and had a big moon night, and hadn't had a bite, hadn't had a bite, and everybody's sleeping on the deck, and I'm fiddling around. When I got this 50, I, can't remember, I maybe had like a 32-ounce lead or something, and we used a telephone wire, and I... Brought a live bait on there, and I put the telephone wire to that 32-ounce lead through the eye and just, like, one wrap, and I'm dumping it, and I get, like, three-quarters of spool out, and I yank the thing off. The lead, and it pops right off. Oh, that's great. Instant bite. Catch a tiny, you had this giant stainless hook on this thing, and this tiny little swordfish between the eyes through it, stone dead. Shit, I can't believe it. Well, this, I mean, I had every bit of a 1,000, maybe 1,400-foot of line out, and we're fishing in 1,600-foot of water. It's out in the canyons? Just right out front, right here. Right out front. Yeah, right out front of Port Everglades. Yeah. I don't remember exactly where I was, but interesting. So, I, whatever, we can't get him flipping the boat. We run back, do the same thing. And at the time, it was, of all things, Speedos that I had. I brought a little Speedo on there, and I had another 32. And I'm, and I'm dropping. I get, like, halfway into the spool, and uh, the lead fell off. The next thing I know, the thing warps over and tight. Probably 800-foot line out. And we catch a 240-pound swordfish. Like, well, damn, this might work. Never did it again. Never <laughs> <laughs> Never once did it again. Really? Yeah. But, you know, and obviously we know what people are doing on the bottom long, you know, forever since then. But Right, right. Might be something to go out there and play with and try again. It was an that's interesting a, experiment that worked actually, twice in one night, and I've never done it again. That was actually a good, straightforward question with a strange answer, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> that was right. a very good question. Cool, guys. And, Let's pick a winner. Oh, right? dude. Somebody throwing a freaking sex toy back and forth from a boat is a home run. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My vote. I'm cool with that. Uh, so the Plagic guy wins a Connected by Water yeah, prize pack. So. He can buy his own prize pack. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to give the prize pack to Jonah, but Nate, Perfect. you won. I was going to say, how about you just tell me one and we'll give it to Jonah? Yeah, exactly. we're going to give it to Jonah. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, Nate, we make Nate, our own rules around here. Dan. You're the winner that gave Jonah the prize pack. Yep. So, cool. Congratulations. Both Congratulations. Um... Anything else more about tournaments that we want to kind of get up with? We, we The reason is, all right, the reason, but we got obviously a ton of tournaments after, you know, the new year, right? Yep. Which we don't really probably even need to get into those yet. But we're talking about like the beginning sailfish tournaments, That's uh, the operation, which we already kind of ran over. Um, and you know, are we leaving any out that we didn't talk about yet? We talked about the invitational from the JJ Fish Week Invitational, we talked about the dust them off. We talked about the American Cancer one, which I want to get back to, right? Because I just want to put a little plug on this one for a bit. I'm working tightly with Joe Farin- Farinelli on this one. And I know that this cause is a little near and dear to his heart. Um, I know that um, 
it is a 100% benefit tournament. Um, your money's going to a really good cause and it's all going to the cause. And it's yep. not a lot of money to get in this tournament. It's really not. There's a sailfish division. There's actually a meat division. So you don't have to be a big sailfish team to be in this tournament. Um, and, you know, if you have any questions about it, you can find Joe online or you can message us at Connected by Water um, in any way possible. I mean, leave a comment on our YouTube here, you know, when you on your way of clicking and subscribing to the show. <laughs> um, or you can message us at sales at connectedbywater.com. Uh, we are fully um, supporting this tournament. Uh, we've donated a lot of our time and efforts and our goods to this tournament because um, we really believe in it and they're working hard. And it's a local tournament. Um, it's November 7th, um, and there's a silent auction on November 5th, which we'll have stuff in there ourselves. And um, I just really hope that people support this tournament. I know right now um, they need some more boats. Um, they have a decent amount of boats now, but they need more. So if everyone wants to look into this tournament, please do. Um, I understand that everyone loves to dust them off, um, but this is the week before. So maybe you dust them off dust and warm up <laughs> a little bit for the dust them off um, for, for this tournament and um, get yeah, involved in that. Charter so I, ju I, ju I just at the very least wanted to kind of put my two cents on that one. So um, we know, I know we're, as a studio, putting our efforts into it. So please, hopefully the local fishermen can too. Yep, yep. You know, then we got the dust them off, and then we got the invitational, and then we got the operation, right? Is there any other tournaments that I'm kind of might be missing? And we got silver sailfish coming up soon, but that's when. Yep. Just well, before, the week before the operation. Right, week before yep. operation, right? Yep. And then um, I know we're get we're doing the, obviously we're doing the, the Jimmy Johnson again um, this year as a studio. But we're, we're also the artist and, and the apparel company for the IGFA light tackle tournament. Which is back in full swing again. They are um, doing good. Yep. When, is, when is that this year? Now you have a date. <sighs> I do have a date. Um, I think it's February. I got to see though, um, okay. with the exact date. I got so many dates in my head with all these different projects that we got going on. Um, they did in January last year, didn't they? I don't remember. It might be January. It might be. Yeah. I got. I got to really look into that. I think again. it was last weekend of January. Is it? Yeah. And they did it last year. I think you're right. Actually, I just yeah. remember that yeah. I'm not a huge fan of twelve pound <laughs> tournament, Andy. Yeah, it's a big tournament, though. Oh, yeah, the, I'm, it's, I'm, it's got to be tournament line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's IGFA. I'm fine with IGFA. Yeah, yeah IGFA, no, I know. But they're IGFA all, and yeah, it's, a, it's the light it, tackle tournament. IGFA is line and manufacturer stated. It, does, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be tournament line. That tournament right. line's garbage. No, what I'm saying it's actually the IGFA's tournament. Yeah, so they, I know, they I know, gave right. you the line. Yep. Oh, yeah. We fished out on Southern Run, and we were like four for a bunch. It's a tough one. We were actually like breaking fish off, feeding them through the clips, and yeah, you know, it's tough. it was tough. Yeah, it's a tough one. So, and we got some good ones coming up. Anything else you guys want to recap before we uh, looking forward to getting into the billfish season? Yeah. I can't wait. Sailfish. Yeah, yep. yeah, looking I love it all, but sailfish season my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, it's really truly a sport. Tim Maddock uh, yeah. told me ten years ago, said, "Man, one, it's going to go one or two ways for you. You're going to get into the sailfish stuff and." Get totally addicted and and it happened and I did and you're gonna disregard that meat fish stuff and I'm so upset with myself for having done it, but you can do both. It just takes a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and it's year round work. It used to be that with the meat fish stuff, you busted your balls aside from normal life work, you know, for three months and then it was over. Now it's it's year round. Yep. Try yep. to keep up with this stuff. John, you got any tournaments you got coming up? You think you want to bring up? 
Any of that Wahoo stuff going to happen this year? Yeah, yeah. As far as yeah, we're going to host it at uh, at Big Game this year. November sixteenth that weekend. Which tournament's that? The Wahoo Mayhem. The Wahoo Mayhem. Yep. 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 And I I got the same weekend as the Dustin Moff, isn't it? No, that's the same weekend as maybe the Invitational. November seventh at the six seventh sixteenth. The seventh is the is the is the fish for the cure. Yeah. Okay. November. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. This is the same weekend as Dustin right? So I have to check, but I think it's the 12th through the 15th. Yep, same weekend. Yep, same okay. Weekend. And since you brought up the Thank con- God, since you brought up the construction guys, <laughs> you had a good time last year. Beat Always up. that way in those damn tournaments, dude. <laughs> you brought up the construction guys. I'm fishing a little backcountry tournament with Bernard. Yep. Yeah, they did it down right. the keys, right? Yep. I'm yep. I'm fishing out with him. Um, come November, also. Yeah, my guys will be in that one. Um, the little backcountry tournament. So I'm actually staying at Bernard's house down there and fishing with him. And nice. I usually do every year with him. So nice. uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That's all the construction guys get into that, and they do the Allen Rada backcountry tournament, and we do the artwork for that one as well. Very so cool. It seems like lately there's not a tournament we're not doing the artwork for, but sweet. Um, cool. Awesome. All right, that's it. Any plugs? Anything else? Anything else you want to bring up here today while we're here, while we got you? I think we're good. Good? All right. Cool. I want to give a shout-out to today's uh, little... Vendor. Vendor. (laughs) um, Sponsor, uh, Papa's Pilar. uh, Reminding you never to be a spectator. Um, We thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with him today. (laughs) A little lubricant. Yep, Exactly. And then um, we want to remind you to go to connectedbywater.com if you're interested in any custom artwork, any custom apparel. Uh, we'd love to help you out. Um, visit our shop online for some cool stuff, some cool artwork, decorate your house, whatever you need to do. And um, I want to say that if you are in the market for a new vehicle. <laughs> My lease is almost up. Ready to go again. All right. right. Keep reminding Art about that. Is it up? Is it almost Almost, up? Almost. Like three months or something. There you go. There you go. It's not too early to start talking, you know, figuring out what you're going to need. I don't work that far in advance. I just go in there, (laughs) hook a brother up. (laughs) What do I need? Um, We remind you that the most fabulous place to buy a a Ram truck is Joey Cardi Crescent Ram in Pompano Beach, Florida, right off Federal Highway. Just south of the house. Just south of the house. And then... um, yeah, if you need a Jeep, they got those too. You need a Chrysler, they got those too. You like those Hemis, you got those SVT Chargers and Challengers. Those things are just sick and badass. They go super fast. I drove one for a week. Was, did you really? Oh, my. Did you really? So fast. Oh, how was it? It was great, but I, I need a truck. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, that was a nice toy to have for a little oh, while. That was right? great. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then uh, I want to remind you too, if you ever get hungry and you find yourself in Lighthouse Point, off Federal Highway, Hit the in between uh, Sample and um, 10th, you know, you could just stop off at Papa's and, um, you know, get yourself some food and get yourself some raw bar. You sample something off the Connected by Water uh, sushi bar, right? So we got all that going on. We're going to be in the barrel room Wednesday night. Are you really? With who? Surreal. Having, yeah. our, having our team meeting for the first of the year. Really? Is your artist invited to that party? I want to uh, crash the party too. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, I'm the artist of the team. They, I mean, they the artist a, should they be. They put a limit how many people you can go in there, isn't there? I think so, but I mean, <laughs> our team's like 27 people. <laughs> <laughs> your artist should be invited to to the barrel room. Party. I'm fine with that. Bring that's it. A, that's a, all right. I'll be there. What time? 
I don't know, actually. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> All right. And, um, yeah, so do that. And uh, go to Papa's, you know, check it out. Yeah, I don't need to talk about Papa's. Everyone knows how amazing it is. Um, and that's it, right? We don't want to plug any more things. And John wants you to watch Miami play Clemson this weekend. Yeah, yes. we're going to find out. Right. How good Miami is. We'll yeah, see. We'll find out. I yeah. can't wait. I'm excited about that game. Yeah. yeah we'll too. find out. I probably watch. won't sleep on Friday. All right. We'll find out. And then. After they um, pounded Florida State. <laughs> Listen, you guys got to remember. <laughs> pounded. You guys have to remember. I don't ever want you to forget. Okay. I don't ever want you to forget that even though we did get pounded, I still give you guys full credit and mention this. I'm being a good fan and being a good fan okay you are being not, a good sport not i'm being a good sport about the whole thing congratulations university of Miami hurricanes you know they deserve everything they got there right now so all right that's it yay yay all right your ego is not your amigo always do your best and let god do the rest no matter uh where we are don't always forget that um no matter where no matter what we're doing we're always connected by water we are that rum got to me pretty blue water hopefully. amen <laughs> all right